So when you're more entrepreneurial, you don't get told what to do. <laughs> you get to call it, right? You get to say, hey, this is what I do and claim a particular space. Assalamu alaikum. Hello. This is Your Truth is Calling podcast. I'm your host, Nadira Razak. I am a wife, a mother, a seeker, and a life and business coach. This podcast is about tuning in to that small, quiet voice within that urges you to really follow your soul's calling. And this podcast aims to bring you solo episodes and interviews with other special humans who have followed this calling, no matter how out of the box it may have been. We'll share stories about how God's grace is working through their lives and how they have the courage to really put one foot in front of the other and build a life that is fulfilling, meaningful, and filled with a sense of play and wonder. I started this podcast because I was at a point in my life where I'd achieved what I wanted to achieve as a coach, yet something still felt missing. I knew I wanted to feel utterly and truly alive and connected to other beautiful human beings. This podcast helps you navigate this quest where you feel like you've arrived and now there's a whisper that this isn't it. There's chaos again and you have to start over. So this is about new beginnings pivots and finding those breadcrumbs of delight and surprise along life's journey. And I hope that you will tune in, whether it's on your walk, on your drives, going to the gym, however it is that you listen to this podcast. I hope it sparks something in you so that you get the courage to just go for your dreams, to trust those moments of insight and alignment so you can take action on the things that matter to you. I hope you'll share this podcast with your friends and keep in touch with me about the things that are on your heart so we can have a conversation about navigating this beautiful thing called being a human. Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Welcome to the Your Truth is Calling podcast. This is episode 14 or 15. My name's Nadara, your host. This is a solo episode. And today I actually wanted to talk to you about creative chaos and that in-between phase when you reach a point in your life when you know there's things that need to be let go of. You're clear about that. You're like, well, this does not fit in my life anymore, whether that's a relationship, whether it's a job that's coming to a close or a toxic work environment, and you know you've got to get out of there, you know that's coming to a close, and then you enter this in-between phase, right? This midpoint where you're like, okay, so the new thing hasn't arrived yet. I do not know what the new thing is, but in my heart, I know that I'm being called on this new adventure. I am going in a new direction, what happens next in that in-between phase, I feel is really beautiful. I love being a witness to clients when they're in that creative process of the new thing hasn't arrived yet because I feel like in those places you find out so much about yourself. You have to lean into faith, trust, surrender. All of those pieces increase um, your reliance on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, on God. Um, you have to develop parts of you um, that maybe have been hidden and now you're able to embrace those pieces and you have someone like me, if you have a coach or a mentor, um, someone to reflect back to you your strengths so you can receive them in your heart and really ask for that confidence. I mean, you have this innate confidence, right? Um, and usually what we're not gifting ourselves is permission, permission to say that, hey, we do want something new, permission to say that, look, this thing is on its way out. I do not want that anymore. And once we have that sense of allowing, there's a softening that happens, I feel like, for women 
in particular anyway. And this softening really is what allows that new thing to arrive with a lot of tenderness. And we don't try and squish it all of a sudden and put structure because it's still showing itself to you. It's still revealing parts of that dream to you bit by bit. And if you try and go gung-ho and have this attitude of, right, I need to have the website done, or I need to have this down pat, and I need to have the words clearly defined. And sometimes we can impede that progress because we're trying to put structure before we really know what this new thing is. And that requires patience, you know, another spiritual skill that needs to be developed in you, in your heart to allow yourself the time. There's time for things to grow and evolve and reveal themselves to you, right? Sometimes you might, you know, uh, maybe you have moved into a new property and you're checking out the garden. You have no idea what the different um trees are on the property because maybe you don't have experience with it and only through time with the seasons do you realize oh my gosh that is a flowering tree or oh my goodness that is actually a fruit tree or it's just an ornamental pear and you're never going to get pears you're just going to have flowers right so for that thing to reveal itself to you it requires that you go through a process and some of us I feel are not so skilled or we just don't have experience with that because perhaps you've always worked for someone else and you haven't done this entrepreneurial thing for very long and you're tippy-toeing into it and so there's this tendency in us uh, to want to go at it with the attitude that we had from our previous selves where you know you show up to work you have a very clear job description maybe that particular role was not very autonomous you got told what to do. So when you're more entrepreneurial, you don't get told what to do. (laughs) You get to call it, right? You get to say, hey, this is what I do and claim a particular space. Um, And all of that is a real trust process where you're going from something that's formless, something that was in the dark, that didn't have form. And now slowly, slowly through experience or by doing free sessions with people and then getting to know what this work actually is, Only then can maybe the words arrive or those people you worked with tell you what they got from it. So then you have access to some words and copy that you could possibly put on a page, you know? So I feel like if you're in that in-between space, just that knowing of just that permission inside of you to give yourself that tenderness and the softness that We're not trying to go about this in a way that's very masculine and that's very linear because the process is very (laughs) much of a meandering sort of process where we'll we'll go through this route and then we might have to come back and talk about it again um, because there were certain things that didn't get nutted out the first time, right? And um, I I just love being in that space with another woman while she's creating, uh, you know, the thing, because I feel like, you know, you might have had conversations and you have been given clues, you have been given guidance, um, but we have to create that spaciousness to have the conversation so we can go, okay, here's the direction. And then with that comes follow through, like really trusting that you're someone who can follow through on things, right? I know some of us 
have a, a funky relationship with follow through. We either judge ourselves as people who procrastinate or, oh, I only dream of things. I'm a dreamer, but I never get anything done in like the 3D world or whatever you say to yourself, right? Um, I remember when I was at a camping store, it was a retail job that I had. People would call me Harry Half Job because if you know, you're in a busy store and a tradesman comes up and says, hey, I need these particular red backs because maybe they're needing steel cap boots because <laughs> they're either needing it because they're a chef or for whatever plumbing job or whatever, they, they need these steel cap boots and someone's asking you for a particular size, you're helping them find the size, then another customer comes and asks you for something else and they're on the other side of the store and then maybe you didn't quite, you know, put the things back and now you're in like two different areas it's kind of like that because you can go through periods of confusion and chaos when you're creating something new and you, it just comes with the territory and you're going to have to be able to be okay with the fact that, you know, your first draft of something or the first time you do something is going to be messy. It's not going to come out perfect at the gate. There are so many things that you're not going to have perfect or right or 100%. You're going to have to be okay with 70%, like a satisfactory um uh, you know, outcome for now, just to see if the thing works, right? And then when you do it the first time, you'll be like, oh, okay, I learned this, this, and this from it. Next time I run this, I'm going to do it this way. Or we're not going to run it again because that was horrible, you know? So how are you going to know unless you actually do the thing? And so that's where follow-through comes in in a creative process because you can't just get stuck in the ideation phase of thinking about it, talking about it, and then not doing the thing, right? So when I'm coaching someone, we're going through the whole thing. Like we're seeing them through from like doing the healing work, going into those dark places that I covered in the last episode. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that episode. You go into these dark places because there's stuff that we haven't put to rest. There's conversations with yourself that you've been possibly bullying yourself, not having forgiven yourself or others in the process, and you're seeing yourself in a particular way. And we need to have conversations to change those perceptions of yourself and your place in it, in that ecosystem of like whatever you created in your past. And we lay it to rest. And when we do that, it creates space inside of you, space in your heart, space in your being. And when you have space, some of us get uncomfortable. We were not used to suddenly having space because we've, you know, been putting this beach ball under the water and tried to keep it down. And now, whoop, we did the healing work and now that beach ball is up on the surface. And when we go through periods like that, we can get uncomfortable. We might want to reach for sugar. We might start screaming at our kids. We might pick, an, you know, pick fights with our uh, spouse because we're uncomfortable. Um, with that allowing phase of these things, you know, coming up. Um, and it's just all we can do in that phase is really be compassionate with ourselves and go, okay, um, this is new for me. <laughs> I'm not used to this territory, but at least I've noticed it. Ooh, this is not, you know, me. It's like some default behavior that comes up every time this space that opens up or every time I can have an inkling that something good is going to come out of this. So notice that space in you. For some of you, yeah, it's just sugar and addictions. Uh, for some of you, you might just, um, yeah, take it out on other people. So it's just good to notice those behaviors, whether it's you start to be controlling or you, you pick fights, <laughs> whatever that is for you. But just know that it's part of the process. And then when you come out of that, um, 
there's this ease and this feeling of, okay, I can do this. And, and that's where I love, um, you know, being there with a client when they create their own templates and checklists of, of, of ways of being that allow them to follow through on projects and creative things. And I'm so excited um, by the things my clients are creating because I know that the things that they're, they're creating they're innovative, they're pioneering in their fields, they're doing stuff to um, bring goodness for the community. It's based and backed with their expertise, but they're also doing something brave and they're on an adventure. And I love working with people like that because um, it's fun for me. I, I love watching it. I love the laughs that happen. Um, I love the going back and forth. I I love seeing them in chaos and confusion when they're in the messy middle, but I know that they're going to come out of it. So I, I hold the big picture for them. I hold their intention and I keep bringing them back to that intention, right? And so sometimes that's why it's really beautiful to have someone in your corner because they see the forest from the trees. They can pull you up out of it. Um, to remind you of the end goal or remind you of your initial intention so that when you start to distract yourself or try to put too much on your plate or get overwhelmed or anxious, they can just bring you back and get you grounded so you can breathe and look at look at the canvas again, right? So if that is you, I would love you to send me a message and tell me what your project is or is there something that you're dreaming of uh, or dreaming up that is exciting to you because I feel like you know when we look back in history all like the Michelangelo's and all the people you know um, in times of the Greeks in times of the Renaissance um, all of these times like when we had artists and change makers come out and do something beautiful they weren't going through a time where everything was hunky-dory they were going through times of chaos and trial and tribulation and they created despite the chaos around them. And I feel like if this is tapping you on the shoulder and you know that whatever you're doing right now, you're over it. <laughs> There's this feeling of, you know, I've been to barbecues and, and little parties here and there, uh, connecting with people, whether it's on the phone or in person. And I can feel this general feeling of like, oh my God, like I'm over it. Um, and also it could be that end of the year time, but also people have been in careers for a long time, but somehow if they're scared or if they don't know how to go about creating a different outcome, they just stay stuck in the same sort of cycle. Um, but then telling themselves they're over it. And when you're burnt out like that, I know the first response is usually, I just want it to end. I just want it to stop. I just want to put my feet up and watch Netflix and drink cups of coffee or tea and just lie on the couch. Well, there's a place for that. You could probably do it one or two nights, but you doing that every single night or for an extended period of time is not the answer. That is not what you need. Your soul is seeking something new. It's seeking an adventure. And when you're in that space, it's not going to be okay for you to just chill all the time. Like that's not what you're really seeking. I know your mind is telling you, I need a break. I need a break. But that's not what you actually need. What you actually want and desire really is to go on a new adventure. And that is in that spot when people are in transition where like the old has you've seen it through you're like I get, cannot have more of this you're like okay that point of decline where you're going down 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 that stops and now you're in this space of like okay what next 
I love helping people in that spot because it's so juicy. Um, there's so much healing and newness and adventure and aliveness that comes from that process. I've seen um, women lose weight. I've seen them really reignite their relationships and sparks in their relationship with their significant other. Um, I've seen them go for new careers, like sometimes completely uh, different careers, you know, leave the toxic environments, go into something new, create businesses um, or create new offerings within their businesses or pivot within their businesses and align with a, a clientele and a piece of work that really lights them up. Um, you do need people in your corner for that. And one thing that really helps you is this ability to know what truth is for you. Like what is your personal truth? And to be able to discern between your inside voice and the, out, the outside voices, right? Because sometimes it, get, it gets mushed together and you can't discern what's yours and what's other people's stuff. And I've been posting little stories on Instagram of my walks along the creek. And that is something that I do for me to just be in my own energy, especially if you have young kids or, you know, maybe you're in a phase where your kids aren't even in school yet. So they're constantly around you or you're constantly tending to other people. You've got to be able to have moments of stillness where maybe it's you're going to go on an errand. You don't put the radio on or you don't actually listen to Quran or a podcast or any of that, just be still and just be in your own energy in silence, right? And some of you don't get that, especially when the seasons change. I know that it's harder for me to wake up much earlier uh, when it's spring because my energy doesn't align very much with this season. I've got a lot of, you know, allergies and things, um, and I react a lot to the pollen and everything. So I tend to have less energy around this time so then I have to find other ways of getting that stillness if I can't get that space to myself in the morning or you could be tidying your house and getting that fixed because you're not listening to things in the background you're just moving your hands through space and getting that stillness it could be washing dishes in the sink by hand that movement um, we, you know your hands through water but not actually listening to anything in the background those are moments where you are with you. It's you and you, right? And that's when I feel like you get to experience what it's like to be in your body and feel your thoughts and feelings. So you get clued in as to what shifts to make, right? Your awareness increases and your intuition starts to come alive because you know how it speaks to you, right? So all of that is available to you when you take that time. And sometimes, quite frankly, um, you're so full because you're going, say, from your career stuff to the kids to your commutes and everything that there's no space for you to be with you. And so sometimes the only time that you get that is whether you go to a physiotherapist and have your appointment or um, you see a coach or something like that where that, that whole focus for that hour is on you. And nobody needs you, right? You know, they're probably calling for you, but you know that like you'll get to them after your time is done, right? And so it's really important to create those pockets of time to be able to do that. And if you feel like you're having a calling 
or a pool that you know that 2024 or November, December is your time to work on this so that come 2024, like you have that direction, you know where you're going, it's probably the perfect time to reach out to me for a 15-minute chat just to tell me a little bit about you, what's been going on for you so I can gauge whether we're a good fit to work together. And I do one-month intensives. We we do three one-to-one sessions, um, either back-to-back where they're like three weeks in a row or we do two weeks, take a break, do your third session in the fourth week of that month. And I'm there with you online on Zoom or on the phone. And then in between your sessions, um, I'm with you on on WhatsApp voice memo support. So anytime I have an insight for you, um, I connect with you and send you a little voice memo to say, work on this. How about this? Uh, And then you get to also respond to me in those in-between phases. And so it's a really beautiful container. Like It's like coming into a little cocoon and a bubble of self-love and self-compassion and healing and business skill (laughs) part. It's both like, um, what do I call it? It's always like just we're making all these adjustments to your life, right? And, And it's like patchwork. We're working on these individual bits of your life um, going right. We need to discard this patch and that patch, but which which pieces are coming together? And it's beautiful. It's this tapestry that gets woven in with all the parts of you. And I'm someone who is a ninja at getting in, you know, under the hood of, of different parts of your life. We don't compartmentalize it. All of it's on the table. So whether it's your relationship, whether it's something happening with your kids, like if that is what's causing the chaos, it's all on the table, right? We don't just work on one thing because you're all of it, right? You're a part, your soul <laughs> in a human body, which is earthy. And that body needs to be taken care of with earthly things. And then your soul has to be taken care of with spiritual things. Um, and then we meet in the middle with all of it, with our relationships. Our heart has to be part of that process. Your emotions need to be part of that process. And we get to create space to bring all of you to the table. So we get each side of you, each part of you gets to be heard, right? And then we bring it together in this beautiful form, which I don't know what it's going to be because it's an adventure for me too. I get to witness it as it's coming out of you. Um, And I'm Linda at pattern recognition. So I recognize patterns in your speech and your energy when it shifts. And I'm able to relay that back to you, right? Um, And go, this is important from everything you've said. It's this. We're going to focus on that. So this intense focus that I bring into the conversation and the way I listen to you is unlike any other conversation you would have, like with a friend who's not attuned to that. And I've also trained as an intuitive. So it means that I pick up on stuff that you're not even saying, right? It's just in your energy. Um, So if that is intriguing to you and you want one-on-one help with creating a shift and you know you're in transition, you're on your way out of something, but you don't know the new thing yet. It hasn't arrived, but you know that you're being called. Your soul's calling you to something. Your truth is calling you. Uh, We just need to get some structure around it, right? Um, After we've given it space to reveal itself. And I love helping in that way. Um, If that is you, yeah, definitely DM me on Instagram at Nadara Razak and say, 15-minute chat, please, and then we'll make it happen, okay? So... I hope your heart is well. I hope that you are taking care of yourself, going going on your walks, taking the time that you need to move that body, uh, gifting yourself time with yourself and all of that. So 
I wish you well. Um, until next time, assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuhu. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to share this episode with a friend and it moved you in any way, we would love you to share um, with anybody you think would dig this sort of stuff. And um, yeah, just just share the love. <laughs> assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuhu.